maybe the conversion rate just is lower than you think. And maybe you haven't sent enough messages yet. That's why I'm very big on do it every day. Because some of these things you think, well, I'll send 10 messages and maybe I'll get a response. It doesn't really work like that, especially in the beginning. Hey, podcast people, welcome to Podcast Growth University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. Over the last five years and thousand episodes that I have been on, I have learned a lot about podcasting, what to do, what not to do, and the common mistakes that people, including myself, have made. This weekly podcast is focused on helping you grow, scale, and monetize your show. Every single episode will be focused on that. Let's do it. Podcast Growth Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Podcast Growth University, where we talk all things podcasting all the time. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode. It was episode number 27, three things you should be doing every single day, Monday through Sunday. Today, for episode number 28, as promised, five more mistakes that podcasters are making. So now I have a very interesting opportunity because every time I talk to a podcaster, every time I go on another show, I have an opportunity to do market research and figure out where are people struggling? What are the mistakes that they're making? What mistakes don't they know they're making? So I'm actually very excited for this one. And I've really been just studying more and more about the industry and branding and marketing and communication. So I am very excited for this episode. Shout out to everybody who has given me love. I've got a lot of love on social media and the DMs. Thank you so much to everybody who is listening. And I'm grateful that you are enjoying. If you are, again, I love podcasting. So the opportunity to talk about it to podcasters is something that I'm very grateful for. All right, cool. Let's get into it because again, I want to make sure this is the most valuable use of your time. And now that I have your time, I want to make sure you're getting value during it. So five ways. I'm going to go through five more mistakes today. Number one, I was listening to a great book the other day, and I recommend this for you if you're a podcaster because it's, it is very, very powerful. It's called This is Marketing by Seth Godin. Seth Godin is a marketing genius, one of the top marketers. I don't know if I can say one of the top marketers in the world, but he's very, very good, and he knows a ton. He's studied a lot, and he's been marketing for a long time. The thing I really enjoy about him is he markets in alignment. There's a lot of people that market with clickbait and stuff like that. He does not do that. He does not subscribe to that. He does not prescribe that. So it's a great book and he's a, he's a great author when it comes to that. So I was listening to this book the other day and I had a little bit of a breakthrough when it comes to podcasters. So the number one mistake I see people making is a confusion between brand marketing and direct marketing. So think of it this way. Direct marketing is I'm going to take this hundred dollars and I am going to run a Facebook ad. If that $100 makes $125, I'm gonna continue doing that. I also, with that $100, understand I got, say I got 50 conversions that made me $125, right? So I just paid $100 for 50 conversions, therefore it cost me $2 per conversion. Direct marketing is marketing where you have the ability to connect the dots. That's probably the best way to explain it. Brand marketing is you putting up a, a post on social media. What I see happening with a lot of people is they're not trying to increase the quality of their social media content because they think 
it's not worth it because it's not direct marketing. When in reality, most of the marketing you do is going to be for your brand anyway, right? What you're doing is brand marketing because when you throw up a post on social media, you don't really know how it's converting. When you get a really big guest, I mean, yeah, you kind of know how it's converting because you'll see more listens, but it's not really, I put a dollar in, I get a dollar 25 out. Brand marketing is a lot different than direct marketing. And I think a lot of us get lost in the specifics of that. And I think that can hold us back. So what I see often is people not understanding that for most podcasters, most of us are not going to run ads, right? Some of us will, but most of us probably won't because we're playing with a smaller budget. We don't have a product or service yet. It doesn't necessarily make sense to pay $100 to get listeners if we have no way to monetize. Our direct marketing oftentimes is going to be conversations. And I know you can kind of consider that sales, but in my frame, what I've been talking to my clients about is your brand marketing is many things. It is your social media posts. It is your Facebook group. It is your podcast episodes. I mean, those are kind of brand marketing in a way. And then your direct marketing is going to be the sales pretty much. Now, again, think of it this way. Joe Rogan's content is all over the internet. Nobody has any idea how many teaser clips are out there. Nobody knows. It's very hard to understand where all of his listens come from because all of his marketing is brand marketing, not direct marketing. I don't, he doesn't do any direct marketing really. Again, Joe Rogan's the anomaly, but I like to throw that out there as an example. So that is number one. Number two, this is a hard one for me because I see this often and this happens often with me as a guest on somebody's show. So I went on a show the other day and this, this person's podcast was about, I think it was about, it was about mental health and self-improvement. And very quickly, we went from mental health and self-improvement into podcasting. And this person was asking me a bunch of specifics about podcasting and how do you get better and what equipment you need? Where should somebody start? The second biggest mistake I'm seeing people make is they're not having aligned guests on. When I say aligned, you're not having guests that your audience wants to hear. And this is how I know if 90% of that person's audience is not a podcaster and has no interest in being one, they're not going to listen to that episode. It's not of value. And that's why I said it's hard for me to do those episodes because I know in real time, this isn't going to be super valuable for your audience. And I'll literally say that in the beginning when I'm doing the preamble with somebody, they'll, so I'll have an understanding, right? A lot of the shows I go on are self-improvement, business, entrepreneurship, some podcasting ones, but it's mostly self-improvement. I would say that's pretty much where I live. Somebody will ask me in the beginning, they'll say, do you mind if we talk about podcasting? And I'll say, I am happy to talk about podcasting, but just understand, I don't want to talk about that if it's not valuable to your audience. I would rather you hang out with me for 15 minutes after and you can ask whatever questions you want. Because I realize in real time, unless you're a show that is about podcasting or about marketing or about coaching, it's very hard to make that fit with your audience. So everybody I've been on that I tell that, you know, I figure there's, there's obviously a trend with that. And maybe that's happening to you too, where you're early in the show, you're early in your journey and you can only get a certain level of guests and they're not super aligned. It might be better off. You might be better off doing a solo episode than having a misaligned guest is what I would say. So number two, not having aligned guests on number three, 
I went on a show today and it was really good. It was a really, really, really good show with a really competent host. But the intro was terrible. It was just not a strong intro. The number three point is the mistake people are making is not revisiting episodes to understand quality. So this is an interesting thing. As you get further in the journey, what you created in the beginning gets older and older and older. And technically and theoretically, you're going to get better and better and better and better. My guess is this person who's almost 200 episodes in, they probably created their intro once and they set it and said, all right, cool. That's my intro. I'm going to create my outro once. That's going to be my outro. And then they just left it. Their episode was really good. After listening to the intro, I probably wouldn't listen. I was on the show, so I know it's a great back and forth. I know the host is very good. It's a very strong host, but the intro does not do the show justice. I don't know when the last time this person listened is. And if they're listening, are they listening from the perspective of how do I improve this a little bit? Now, this is, I'll give you this. We have redone our intro five times, probably at least five times over the five years. It's not that big of a deal to do a new intro. It's not that big of a deal to do a new outro, change music. You know, that's, that's all good. Your audience is going to appreciate that. And again, we're trying to walk a fine line where we're trying to cater to the audience we have, but also impress the new audience. So revisiting episodes to understand quality. All I mean by that is when you're listening to your episodes, as I suggested in the last episode, uh, let me see. Yeah. Listen to your episodes was number six in the three things you should be doing every day. I gave you three extras. When you're listening, I would listen from the perspective of I am focused on improvements here. Is it staticky? Is my shot on YouTube? What can I improve? Can I get a light? Can I, whatever, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be something crazy. You don't have to get a $300 microphone or you don't have to get a $2,000 camera or whatever, but what is one low hanging fruit of improvement that I could practice? That's a great way to look at it because you'll get better as you go, as you go. I want to make sure that your show represents how good you actually are. That's the ultimate goal with that. All right. Number four, this is a, a one from coaching and this is one from the, I've done a lot of free calls over the last few months, not creating enough opportunities to self-identify. So what does that mean? You might be somebody who is early in the journey and you might get, let's just say you're getting 20 downloads per episode. You're doing one episode a week. You're getting 20 downloads per episode. You're averaging 80 downloads a month. You might think to yourself, well, there's no reason for me to do anything different than I'm doing right now because there's not enough people to make it matter. I would argue that the earlier you can create opportunities for people to self-identify, the better you're going to be. So I've talked about this in previous episodes, but if you're new, when I say self-identify, I'm talking with my hands just extremely today. When I say self-identify, all I mean by that is you are giving the audience the opportunity to reveal themselves to you. The podcasting industry, the way it's set up is we don't know who's listening to the show. If you are listening right now and you and I have not spoken personally and you haven't told me you're a listener of PGU, I have no idea who you are. Now, when I create a five-step PDF 
Maybe you'll download it. I'll get your email and I'll know who you are. Not, and here's the thing. This is where things get, this is where things get dangerous. A lot of people are doing that with the end game of selling you on something. And again, I'm all for business. I'm all for making money. That's not why you should do it. You should do it because when you understand who your audience is, you can do many different things. One, you can jump on a call and get to know them better. Two, you understand your target audience much better. Three, you realize the certain problems they have. It just helps you figure out who is this audience actually. Here's the other thing. Then when you're having a, let's just say it's a virtual meetup, you go to the people who have downloaded the PDF and you message them first and you say, Hey, Kev, I saw that you downloaded the PDF. I hope it was valuable for you. Just so you know, we're having a masterclass on Friday, the 19th of the same topic. It's totally free. It's virtual. We'd love to have you if you're interested. Boom. The likelihood of that person attending is far higher than you just shooting messages on social media. Next Level University and Kevin is exactly where you need to be if you're a podcaster. When I first started out just a few months ago, I had no clue on the direction I was going. I was getting hustled by another company that was giving me not even close to the value that Kevin and Next Level U was giving me. They literally changed the trajectory of my podcast, have helped me out tremendously. They understand the clients. I promise you, you will not go wrong with dealing with Kevin and Next Level U. I'll see you there. That, honestly, number four, the self-identity part and self-identification is one of the biggest things if you're listening to this show. Now, again, I know there's probably a lot of other people that are telling you, do this hack, do this hack. From what I've seen in the hundreds of podcasts I've worked with, that doesn't work for the vast majority of most of us. And I'm actually going to touch on that in the fifth point. But for you, it might be, it could be a, a five-step PDF. It could be a free course or a very cheap course. It could be a in-person, well, a live virtual mastermind, not in-person. But when I say live, I mean, you're logging on Zoom and you're going to get to talk to me one-on-one. -on -one. At some point, I will have that where I say every, you know, the third Thursday of every month at 5 p.m., I will be live in this Zoom room. It's going to be a Q&A, and you can ask me anything you want. I'll also have a topic that I go deep on because I want to add value, number one. Number two, the deeper in the business you get, the more value you should get. Number three, I actually, I want to know who's listening because if I don't know who's listening, I can't add value to that person. So, that's a, this is a big one throughout your entire journey, not creating enough opportunities to self-identify. Now, here's why. Number five, most of my clients, one of the things I'm doing, which is weird and I never expected it, not understanding the conversion rate levels. What I'm doing for many of my clients is I'm actually allowing them to realize what their expectations should be. What do I mean by that? I had a call with a pair of clients the other day and they're in the coaching business. And we were talking about how, okay, this was the frame. Okay. Let's say you have a, a free call that you do and your free call has a 10% conversion rate to a client. Okay. So let's do the number as easily here for every 10 calls you do you get one new client. So for every 10 free calls, you get one new client. So let me just write this on my 
sheet. So I have it 10 to one. Okay. So I said to this person, imagine if you started one conversation a day with a new person, they're not necessarily a listener yet, but with a person who is a potential client, you would start 365 of those conversations. So let's just say that we have another 10% conversion rate. So for every 10 messages you send to get a free call, one person decides to do it. So out of those 365 messages, you divide 365 by 10, you get three, uh, 36.5. Okay. So that is 36.5 free calls. Now we have another 10% conversion rate between a free call and a paid human. So that ends up bringing us what? 3.65 clients. If we have a 10% conversion rate and a 10% conversion rate. Now just imagine that for a second. You do 365 calls and you end up getting 3.65 new clients because the conversion rate is 10% and then it's another 10%. The reason I'm throwing those numbers out there, and I think that math is correct. It's been a long day, but I yeah, 365 divided by 10 is 36.5. 36.5 divided by 10 is 3.65. The reason I throw those numbers out there is because I think many of us think we're losing when in reality we're actually within the conversion rate that we actually should be. So at this point, and I really want to drive the point home with this, and I'm going to tell you something about the behind the scenes of our business that I don't think a lot of other people are willing to tell you. But again, that's just, that's the way I want to be. We just filled our ninth round of group coaching for my other podcast, Next Level University. Okay. As of today, I think we have 726,000 downloads top 100 show. We're on the charts in multiple countries right now. Awesome. I think we had three people, maybe four people sign up for our group coaching cold. So they literally just went to the website, signed up for it. And I had no idea who they were, or maybe, maybe I knew who they were, but I had no idea they were signing up. They did not receive a message from me personally that said, Hey, just so you know, we're having group coaching. If you're interested, here you go. Now imagine that. Okay. We have 700 and however, okay, this is, this is better. We had 35,000 downloads last month. Okay. 35,000 downloads out of those 35,000 downloads, four people signed up cold to group coaching. Now, again, we have a book club that people come to and we have free courses and we have a Facebook group. So that's not the only option for the members of our community, but I throw that out there to, just to give the numbers because I think a lot of us think, well, I, I know I had, I had a thousand downloads last year, but nobody showed up to anything. Well, you've got to think of the conversion rate. I mean, if the conversion rate is 1%, which it probably isn't, I mean, that's 10 people, but even that, right? Even that, like that 1% conversion rate is pretty high. All things considered I've, I've told this before. But I had a client who, at the time, I think this person had 150,000 Instagram followers. And they had a course. No, it was a webinar. They had a live webinar that was $70 a person. And they had 400 people show up. Okay? So 400 people out of 150,000. Now, all things considered, that's actually a really good conversion rate, but this person is very big 
and very well connected with their audience on social media. That's a pretty high number. And here's how you know. The next time it went down to like 350 and then it went to like 300, then it went to like 250. It's because in the beginning, there's a lot more people and then the conversion rate kind of goes down because you get rid of the warmest leads, right? The warmest leads are the people who go first. Our first round of group coaching was the easiest to fill in terms of I sent probably 15 messages and everybody was like, yeah, let's do it. Now it's starting to turn where we're actually getting people that just sign up without talking to us, but that's because it's been years and years and years in the making. Last point on this. I had a client the other day and really, really listen to this for a second. I had a client the other day that we were talking about a, a paid course and he said, yeah, I'm thinking of having a paid course. I don't know, maybe $97, maybe $197. I'm not sure yet. I don't know. I don't know what I should do. What are your thoughts? And I said, you know what I would do in order to get an idea of your audience? This is what I would do. I would and this is what this is the phrasing I said, give something away for free and see how many people actually want it. And he's like, what do you mean? That sounds crazy. I said, well, this is what we did. There was a giveaway for us where every single month we said, if you leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice and screenshot it and send it to myself or Alan or somebody on the team, we will enter you into a drawing to win a $100 Amazon gift card. And I think we did this for like, I don't know, four or five months in a row. And I think we ended up getting like maybe 10 people leave us reviews. So we were literally giving away $100 Amazon gift card. Nothing, no, no strings attached, no questions asked. I chose a name. I sent it directly to their email. It, there was, that was it. It was just, hey, congrats, you won. Here's your cash. Nothing else. Not join this, not do you want to sign up for coaching? None of that. And we got like 10 people. The conversion rate for that for us just isn't super high. Now, here's the thing. Your conversion rate might be higher than ours, especially if you have less things to offer. So again, we that's a that's a call to action, right? So one of our calls to action is sign up for our Facebook group. Do you want to work with us one on one? Do you want to attend our virtual meetup? Do you want to come to our live event? Do you want to donate to our foundation? We have a bunch of calls to action, so it gets a little bit wonky and hard to track at times. But the fifth point is many of us do not understand the conversion rate and the conversion rate changes at different levels of the business. That is one thing that I think would really benefit you to understand. Doesn't even mean you're doing anything wrong. Maybe the conversion rate just is lower than you think. And maybe you haven't sent enough messages yet. That's why I'm very big on do it every day because some of these things you think, well, I'll send 10 messages and maybe I'll get a response. It doesn't really work like that especially in the beginning. Right now, we're getting a 60% response rate to, for me to get on other shows. So for every 10 messages we send, I end up completing six interviews. But in the beginning, I think it was maybe 15%. So for every 10 shows we message, I was going on 1.5. And again, it's, it's compounded, but in the beginning, it was very, very slow. So that's a very important understanding for us all to have and I understand if you don't come from a sales or a marketing or a branding background, you might not know that. I had no, no clue of that in the beginning, but I've just studied branding and marketing a lot more lately because that was, honestly, that was our weak point. I do believe I'm a fairly strong podcaster. Again, I am worse on this show because it's weird for me to talk alone after 1200 episodes with a co-host, Alan. 
I'm definitely getting more comfortable as a solo podcaster. I'm enjoying it much more now. There was a, a phase where I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to be good at this, but I do feel competent now. But that really is the focus is I realized that the biggest blind spot for me was branding and marketing. So maybe the number six mistake is not understanding what your weaknesses are and not understanding what your unique strengths are. I'll throw in a bonus there because I always try to. So just for a recap, the TLDR too long, I guess TLDL too long, didn't listen. Number one, brand versus direct marketing. Number two, not having aligned guests on. And when I say aligned, I mean aligned for your audience. Number three, not revisiting episodes to understand opportunity for improvement with quality. Number four, not creating enough opportunities to self-identify for your audience. Number five, not understanding the conversion rate and the conversion rate levels amongst the different levels of your business. Boom. As always, Podcast Growth Nation, if you are interested in a free 30-minute call, I've done several with the community. I am very, very grateful. I appreciate it. They've been wonderful so far. Again, I'm not going to try to sell you on anything. Just bring all the questions you got and we will go deep, I promise. I will have my link in the show notes. Next week, I'm actually very excited to talk about this. Next week for episode number 29, we're going to talk about the fact that not all listeners are listeners. So just as a, I guess as like a teaser, there's two types of people in most communities. We have listeners and we have longers. I'm going to talk about the difference between between them, what it means to you and how to avoid getting taken advantage of by potential listeners. As always, I appreciate you all very much. I hope your podcasting journey is going just swell. And as always, keep on podcasting, keep on crushing it, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Podcast Growth University. If you found value in this episode, please take a couple of seconds and leave a review in the link below. And you can always reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is at neverquitkid. I am happy to answer any and all questions you have. We'll talk to you on the next episode.